A little something you need to hear and understand. The FBI conducting as many as three and a half million searches of you and I last year without a warrant. The annual statistical transparency report published by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence focuses on the intel community's use of national security authorities for surveillance. The information previously gathered by the National Security Agency but was transferred to the civilian-led FBI per the USA Freedom Act in 2015. The figure represents a 260% increase from the previous coverage year, 2020, when Donald Trump was president. According to an analysis by the Wall Street Journal, more than half the data, 1.9 million, pertain to the FBI's investigation of attempts by Russian hackers to infiltrate U.S. infrastructure, they claim. Though a version of the same report has been published every year since 2014, this marks the first time that an accounting of the number of data acquisitions by the FBI has been undertaken. An FBI official admitted 3.4 million is certainly a large number. I'm not going to pretend that it isn't. However, other officials have admitted that the data pertaining to U.S. citizens is likely lower because I trust them, don't you? Mm-hmm. The report did not suggest that any of the searches, including those pertaining to U.S. citizens, was illegal. Of course, it, why would they? Why would it? Who writes this crap? This is from Yahoo, by the way. Authority for the FBI's activity was cited as drawing from Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. That's the FISA Act. The law passed in 1978 authorizes collection of private data by non-U.S. persons. And it might mean authorization to look at U.S. citizens, too. Anyhow. This is all part of what John Durham's looking at. This is such, this is just mind-bending, right? They just search and look and look and search, right? 24 hours. Listen, I'm on a few lists. I get it. That's why my Facebook account has been stuck at 104,000 for like a year and a half. Doesn't go up, doesn't go 104,000. That's what I got. And can you imagine that in a year I didn't attract 1,000 people to follow the, the pithy things that I say? Come on. Easy, Shane. Uh, Joe Biden wrote to his son Hunter and others close to him using a pseudonym, Peter Henderson, by the way. This is a great story. Peter Henderson, a fictional Soviet Union era spy character in numerous Tom Clancy novels. I swear. And the email address was under the username 67 Stingray. A reference to his 1967 Corvette Stingray, of course. The name attached to 67 Stingray account at the time was Peter Henderson, the KGB spy in Clancy's popular Jack Ryan series. Henderson, whose codename was Cassius, worked as a minor Senate aide before becoming a Russian spy who was later caught by the CIA and turned into a double agent. Then freed due to deep knowledge of the secret information on the Soviet Union, anyhow. Uh, he appeared in Clancy novels, including The Hunt for Red October. Weeks later, Biden appeared to still be using that same mysterious alias. That was November of 2016, while forwarding a Forbes story about how demographic trends spell trouble for China and Russia, but indicate prosperity ahead for the U.S. Yeah. Boy, Joe Biden sure has brought prosperity to the United States. And then the account sent a short emotional message to Hunter Biden. Keep in touch. Love, Dad. 
January of 17. It's unclear if the account's still being used, of course. At any rate, uh, the 67 Stingray, a 300-horsepower Corvette that he still owns and loves. Yeah. Uh, so it is. Uh, the guy uses uh, Tom Clancy names. Yeah, it's, this is all part of that Hunter Biden. And remember, this is from... This is from, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop that the intelligence community told you was fake. While they were telling you the Russian dossier was real, uh, the opposite is true in both accounts. And this is the same government that wants to be able to tell you what's real and what's not real through, through their ministry of truth. Yeah, their ministry of truth. Yeah. A grand jury, by the way, here's a little something for for President Trump, the former president. Um, the grand jury is not indicting anything uh, out of Manhattan, it seems, according to the New York Times. It's wrapping up this week. No criminal charges against the former president. So Alvin Bragg, the DA in Manhattan, has reportedly stopped presenting grand jury es uh, evidence and testimony. They're done with it. The grand jury has returned nothing against the former president, apparently. Nothing. Are you surprised? I'm not. Keep that, you know, at the top of the of the header. And by the way, uh, on something back to the pandemic, just for a moment here, seems that um, Bill Gates says the world has not seen the worst of COVID yet. We're still at risk of this pandemic generating a variant that would be even more transmissive and more fatal, said Gates. And it's like he's rooting for the pandemic all the time. Scares me. It should scare you. Uh, that that's a that's a fact. Should scare you. Uh, the economic times scare a lot of people. The best way to get through it: have a good economic advisor. That's why we trust Craig Styles in this house. Craig Styles from Ameriprise, trying to help us navigate the tough water. By the way, Dow futures up a little bit, so it's been a bit of a pounding. Been a bit of a pounding and. Well, it's turning up, so that's good. Craig Stiles, he can manage uh, fiduciaries, endowments, foundations, family offices. He has advice worth talking about. He can use his destinary approach to help you craft a custom plan just for you. Not for me, but for you. Craig Stiles, 517-483-4893. 517-483-4893. Anywhere in Michigan, anywhere in America. Craig Stiles is there for you. All right, we'll take a quick break here. Sports after that. For a new dog, I always tell people start at the shelter because it's a great idea. But sometimes that doesn't work out. I found the Barking Boutique. They also suggest starting at the shelter. But if it doesn't work, they have a world of wet noses, loving nuzzles, and puppy breath to choose from. The Barking Boutique began when its owner, David, was heartbroken by what he found looking for a new dog, puppy mills, and people he didn't trust. He decided he could do better, and he did. You can start your search right now, thebarkingboutique.com. New arrivals daily at thebarkingboutique.com. Do you have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? Have you done your due diligence on the most important component of your new business? You. Introducing the Grind Score, a tool to help you analyze how you will impact your startup. 
The Grind scores a 24-question quiz developed by co-founder and co-CEO of Bigby Coffee, Michael McFall. Get his real-world insight and feedback on what he has seen work and not work in a startup. Go to thegrindscore.com and start your journey. That's thegrindscore.com, thegrindscore.com. 